What's going on, guys? And welcome back to another episode of Mind If I Crash, here with two reoccurring people. Back on the show once again, Mr. Corey Logan, my guest today. If you guys are OG fans of the show, you remember episode two, dude. You were like my first guest ever back on. Thank you for being here. It's a pleasure. Anytime, anytime. Now we got video. We stepped things up a notch. We outside, man. Damn, Tommy. Jesus. We're like, we're live. My dude's dying over here. Tommy's our lingo, ladies and gentlemen. Back again. He's, uh, he's always going to be here. He's part of the show. Um, so a few things that we want to touch on. One, I told you guys I would give you the Valentine's Day Darth Vader to pay tribute to what we talked about last week. And I'm going to ask you this, but I'm not going to roll with it too long. What does Darth Vader say to Luke at the end of the movie? What's the what's the iconic quote that he says at the end of the movie? That oh, every- he'd be like, Luke, I am your father. <laughs> That's what I thought. That's what I thought. He he told me yesterday or the last episode, like, no, I'm actually more on the side of no, I am your father. And he was like, I'll put my life savings on it. I go back, watch it. All he says is, no, I am your father. He never says, Luke, I am your father. No. Blew my mind. I had people messaging me after the show, sending me clips, all kinds of shit. So we're, we got him front and center. Uh, I, it's only right. Okay. Yeah. It blew me away. It was absolutely insane. He said so, no? He, yeah, said, he no, said, no, I am your father. No, dude, I'm 26 huh. years old and I thought the whole time. Like, yeah, that's like a portion of my life. It's insane. But... Um, so guys, here, here we are, episode 23 of the Mindify Crash podcast. Got a bunch we're going to talk about today. And first off, we're going to go into some of the, the top picks in movies and TV shows as to, you know, our preferences. You brought something up right before we went on air and we decided <clears throat> to hold it. Go ahead and elaborate. Tell, tell me, tell me what you was watching. Oh, last night? Yeah, you yeah, said, you yeah. said you were going to talk about it. I watched, uh, Shining. Rewatch The Shining with uh, Jack Nicholson. If you don't know that movie, it's Red Rum, Murder. Here's Johnny. Creepy ass twins. Um, and a, it's a classic. I mean, it's undoubtedly, it's, it's undoubtedly a classic. But then you asked me, did I watch Dr. Sleep, the new one that came out? Right, which I have not seen and actually don't know much about. And I want you to tell me. Because it's been out for a while now, right? Like over a year? Yeah, it's been okay. out for a while. So, Dr. Sleep, basically... Nah, nah, nah. Because what it is, is this. So, all right. So, first, let me put this in perspective. I didn't... I understood what was going on in The Shining when I watched it before. But when I watched Dr. Sleep... the first time you had ever seen it? Yeah, like just being younger and watching it. You know, you think you know what a movie is about. I always thought it was kind of about Jack, you know, coming to kill him. Being a psycho. Yeah, being a psycho. But really, it's about the little boy, Doc. His son? Yeah, his son. Okay. When they shine, and basically what that is, is that's that little power they got where they could communicate with other people. And they start seeing. Okay, yeah. that's when they see the stuff, whatever. So uh, when I watched Dr. Sleep for the first time, it made the whole story make perfect sense because Dr. Sleep, the the male protagonist, if I should say it that way, the male protagonist is actually a grown-up version of Doc. And that's why, okay, and he's always in the room fucking losing his mind. From what I've seen in the trailers, mm-hmm. he's losing his shit. He was so. losing his mind because he was drinking. And that, what, brings out that more? That's, it enhances it? He tries to suppress it. Ah, okay. All right. So then he uh, he stopped drinking, basically. Now, it's a little girl in the movie, 
and basically now she kind of in dark position. Her right. parents know that she could do it, but the problem is the uh, the hotel that they was at in the first movie, it attract all these evil people. And the villains basically in the room, I think I just watched last night, 237, I think that's the room number. Mm-hmm. That room is where I guess this evil is supposed to reside. The evil basically got out when it got burnt down. And how they feed, though, the evil feeds, it works with like a coalition of people. Wait, so it got burned down? I didn't know it got burned down. Or is that is that what happens in the, the Oh, you the know new? what? I'm fucking up. It burned down in the second movie. Okay. But. That's okay. That's okay. I, I just don't I didn't remember. I think the movie The Shining ends with dude frozen in yeah. the maze, right? Yeah, and then he frozen in the yeah. maze. Okay. And, and he was actually a Doc worker, I believe, or something like that at the place. I've never seen this movie. Yeah, he's like maintenance. He's like a maintenance man or some shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So dude, The Shining, I would highly suggest you watch it. It is a classic. It's not necessarily a horror it it is kind Psychological of Psychological. Dude, it's thriller? its own it is. That's that's actually the you're perfect genre. Bedroom for real. Um, no, dude, it, it is good. Um, it is creepy, but definitely worth the watch. Um, all the way. Classic. It's up there with all, all the classic movies. Um, what would you eat with it? While, watching while watching it? it uh, the best thing to probably eat would be something that pairs the class and style of the hotel, Atlas. which would probably be... Uh, maybe even like a like a chicken and potato with a wine, or mm-hmm. a fish with a wine, or a steak. A nicer meal nice paired with scotch. a nice wine, I would say. That's prob. But but would I suggest Bloody it? Ass. No, you could probably get away with eating a nacho platter too. Okay. All right. Yeah, a little app app sampler. No cereal. <laughs> Dude, all right. Actually, let's talk about that. What is the what is your guys's favorite appetizer? Your go to app at any restaurant. Or you're just favorite appetizer at any restaurant. Because for me, through and through, it's going to be a mott stick every single time. That's like the Ooh. Italian in me. Um, you just fucked me up, dude. Here, talking to this. You just fucked me up. I'm thinking spinach artichoke dip. Okay, the spinny dip? The spinny dip yeah. does go hard. I want the mott stick now. I could get down on the spinny dip. What about you? So fuck that I don't do, dip. I, I don't. I don't. Man, I don't really care for appetizers for real. For real. Like, Damn. But this what? is why though. off my fucking plate. Yeah. No. But that's why though. Because <laughs> typically when I'm at a restaurant, if I go by myself, you know what I'm saying. I know what I want. If I'm with my boys, you know what I'm saying. We know we go get. Right. If we want to order something for the table, we just get something for the table. But if you out with a chick, man, it's just like a reason for her to try to get something from you. Yeah, yeah. I feel like if, all right, so like appetizers on a date, if you even entertain appetizers, you immediately are picking up the bill. If you're like, hey, you want to get some apps? She's like, yeah, how about, how about you get this? As soon as that happens, you know, you're, you're, even if you had intentions, those intentions are set in stone now. <laughs> Don't bring them up. You go to Applebee's for that. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. Yes, those two yes. for 20 stuff like And they throw in a complimentary app. No, no, but I do like my sticks, though. But I fuck with Mott Sticks heavy. I don't know. It just depends. Heavy. On, mm-hmm. So Mott Sticks, uh, definitely a banger. And here's another thing. Now, I don't know if you all had this at your guys' high school or just at school lunches, but there was a sauce. I got it in my fridge right now. I got a fucking commercial jug. Uh, it's called Boom Boom Sauce. And you would know from when we worked at the dealership, uh, whenever we'd get Quaker, which was right next door, mm-hmm. I would always get these Boom Boom wings. And you've tried them before. Yeah. You might just not. Do you know what I'm? No, the orange ones. They, they were spectacular. The they were oh spectacular. my god! I would use Boom Boom sauce on anything: breakfast sandwich, pizza, chicken, anything. 
uh, mott sticks. I would use this shit so much that I would use it as a salad dressing oh, in high school. Wow. I would dip it in with the flaming hot <clears throat> munchies. I was a psychopath at this fucking sauce. Wow. So what's your guys' favorite condiment? Next question. Mine's a mixture. I put mayo, ketchup, and barbecue sauce all in one. So like, oh damn, that's like a barbecue sauce though, right? Yeah, but and I guess it adds some creamy but wouldn't it flavor be a to it. Sauce is barbecue like the dominant sauce? Right? No, man, it's it, it's not dark anymore. It's like a. It would be the dominant sauce, yeah. but it would it would I guess it would be a a creamy variation. It'd be it's like, like a, a barbecue a barbecue wise. aioli. Flavor-wise. Yeah, flavor wise, like bar like barbecue typically the the mustard tougher. mustard. Yeah. Listen, Wait, no, what? Like There's no mustard in it. No, no, flavor, like like condiment flavor-wise. Oh, oh, oh. Let's not mix okay. them. Chick-fil-A sauce. <laughs> Chick-fil-A, Chick-fil-A sauce. Go yeah, stupid. Chick-fil-A sauce. That shit goes It's stupid. a shortage. So, all right. Chick-fil-A since sauce, mustard. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are fried, bro. All right, so since the last time we've been on, um, I've actually seen you on a show. Uh, explain that to me. Shout out the show so that they can obviously get some airtime. Oh. Yeah, uh, Trash Talk Entertainment is called Trending um, with the TTE family. So basically, we review videos, we review cheeks. Um, Butt cheeks, yeah, by the way. I mean, all sorts of cheeks. We got cheeks of the week. Um, yeah, we review videos, anything that's trending. Basically, anything that's a topic pretty much going on. We pull it up, go ahead and do it, see what happens. That's what. That's what's up. So you did get, uh, you, as a show, you guys got some... Uh, some love from from the one and only Juicy J. Yeah. Um, oh, really? Yeah. yeah, which was fucking awesome. He sent me the the, the yeah. tweet, and I'm like, what the fuck? Like, that's insane. So, basically, they're doing essentially what we do. They make short snippets, and then they'll post it to Twitter. Um, and then in that pr- instance, I guess you guys tagged Juicy J, mm-hmm. and he showed some love. I thought that was a awesome. That was an awesome thing. Uh, the first actual cheek review. Uh-huh. Got a, a shout-out from the model in the video. Wow. Yeah. So maybe that's what we need to be doing. We need not because we're talking about, you know, combat sports, uh, celebrity news, the fucking Paul brothers. And I'm going to get into that. Okay. I've, I've been talking about the Jake and Logan Paul shit for the, like probably the last month, every episode, because every week these dudes are doing something fucking crazy. Um, but so before we move on to that, I do want to know. So like, how did the show start? Um, you said you, you, what your boys started that. Um, My cousin. So basically, what ended up happening was uh, between my my older brother, my older cousin, whatever. We already had like a little thing going, but they kind of wanted to reinvent it. So that's where they came up with the TT, the Trash Talk Entertainment, um, just something newer, fresher. So the big thing was, you know, Cash really ain't doing music as much. So what what do everybody want to do? Right, and right. The big thing was, oh, review videos and podcasts, and then let's talk about this. Which is huge right now. I yeah. mean, Twitch streaming reviews, YouTube mm-hmm. reviews, absolutely popping. Yeah. So that's how you guys are getting quick attention. Probably good views. Uh, now you're just what? Uh, are you a reoccurring guest or what? Wh- wh- how I'm does that work? It. I'm a reoccurring guest. I do send suggestion videos and stuff like okay. that. And so you you play you play an active role in mm-hmm. in the show. Yeah, um, I definitely like that. Now you guys are uh, available on the show's available on YouTube, correct? It's on YouTube, Twitter, uh, clips on Instagram. Yeah, it's, it's all over. So trash talking, trash talking, like entertainment. Y'all talk mad shit about each yeah. other. Yeah, during the video, you'll see cats. Yeah. Oh hell yeah. 
They be pussy yeah, ass clowning. That's why I asked him, I was about to say, like, my knee ain't gonna be on camera, because that was one of the snippets. <laughs> like, my cousin was sitting there, and they was, we do it, and it's usually just family in the building, just in general. Yeah, yeah. Because like, I hear there's people have, in the yeah, back like, and so shit. It's kind of, the joke is, it's a live studio audience. Okay, So you I never like know who might walk in or really just sitting back uh. there. And <laughs> I just remember hearing my cousin Derek go, man, his knee ashy again. Like... <laughs> <laughs> So we all just kind of laughing about Clown it. Clowning shit. And then you hear my other dude, he said some super gay shit. He was like, uh, he was like, spit on it and rub it in. Like, oh, <laughs> hell no. Like, oh, heck? no. But he has my elbow sometimes. Oh, my God. Muddy be trying to lick his elbow. He'd be like, ah. no, that's impossible, man. I work smarter, not harder. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, but I, I mean, I've watched, you know, anyone you've sent me, I've watched it. Uh, definitely enjoy it. So, guys, check it out. Um, go you know, watch a video on YouTube. Give them a like, comment, subscribe. Um, run run the views up. Uh, definitely entertaining. Something you guys will like. If you guys enjoy this show, uh, whether you watch it on YouTube or on any of the streaming platforms, check them out. Let me know what you guys think. Maybe we'll do a group show one time. Get oh, everyone involved. Yeah. We might be on to something. We might yeah. be on to something. So okay. that's an open invitation for Trash oh, yeah. Talk to join Mind If I Crash for for a exclusive episode. We're going to make it happen. And then we have the real live audience. We yeah. get everyone we know to yeah. pop out. I'm going to beat up. <laughs> <laughs> like, Tommy, shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh, that's fucking funny. So, all right, let's roll right into um, the, the chaos that is Jake Paul and... Logan Paul and their boxing career and their just media scandals and all of it. Are you, are you familiar with what's going on with these I'm, guys? I'm f- I'm pretty familiar with what's going on. I want your take on two different things. One, the business approach, but then the actual um, physical side, the the athletic, um, fighting, training, all that. I want to know where your head's at with <clears throat> with all of it. I mean, honestly. I appreciate what they're doing from a business standpoint, promotional standpoint. Incredibly smart. Getting the views. So smart. So strategic. I really feel like they found a way to take their platform off of the media and just, it's just in reality. Yeah. And it's its own thing. Yeah. Anything they're doing is a spectacle. I really, I really like it. Um, And I like how they garner their attention and actually get the fights like on his last pay-per-view i think dude how i don't know i could be wrong but like over like 74 million buys or something like dude that. so i think they had i think it was like a million but he made like over 60 60 million dollars <throat> which is so, insane so for a minute of fighting that's like a mayweather fight that's yeah, like you yeah. being on the losing end of a mayweather fight which is what logan paul is essentially getting ready to exactly. do exactly come june 6th right uh, no, not June. Is it? Yeah, June sixth. Yeah. It's yeah. a Sunday at like nine in the morning. Weird, <laughs> super weird. But yeah, I mean, you know, you're getting paid either way. So why wouldn't you? Um, I, I like that though because here's the thing: those dudes have essentially uh, taken their own audience, which was prim- you know mm-hmm. mostly a child audience, tra- and and in 
three years transformed it into you know our our age from you know eighteen to say maybe thirty four. My dad knows what's going on. He's sixty two. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, <clears throat> and that's what's cool is like they're bringing in so many different walks of life because they have their content, they have their podcast. Well, Logan has his podcast, mm-hmm. and then they have this boxing shit. And every time they're getting big fights or fights that people want to see, whether it be entertaining or whether it just be bragging rights you know who who is gonna win and every time it's like uh, logan paul really hasn't had much success winning yet um but he's getting ready to fight the greatest boxer of all time one of the most hated boxers of all time but but definitely the greatest boxer of all time it blows me away how do you go on a losing record lost three fights or maybe lost to one draw no wins and get and then get a fight with the best boxer of all time doesn't make sense. It's because of the business. <laughs> yeah. It's insane. Yeah, and fucking crazy. It's all about money. Mayweather, and he is about he, that money. He literally won't fight somebody until money they money got money. the yeah. They could. He generate, need at least a hundred yeah, mil. <laughs> like you got to be able to generate your portion of what he want to make. Why I think like the, the Paul brothers are helping that generate. Mm-hmm. They are, and that's where like you see Dana White getting really pissed off. Because oh, yeah. they're they're calling out Dana. You don't pay your fighters. You know this and that. Look at I made sixty five million. It's my third fight. You guys don't even want to know what Conor McGregor made. I think he, Conor McGregor made eighty thousand his first flight. His his right, third well, I fight. Think he's a top paid athlete. He is now. He is now. But he made uh, eighty thousand in his third fight. Floyd Mayweather made eighty five hundred in his third fight. Uh, and you couldn't name the two guys he fought. And I'm like, damn one. The world was a different place, and the internet wasn't what it is, but they did get way underpaid compared to what he just made in his third fight. You know, building his business, making a huge following behind him, whether it be good or bad. You can love him or hate him. People are still paying attention, either to see him win or get knocked the fuck out. I think the thing is, though, like, they so comfortable playing the villain role. Jake is. Jake is, for sure. Well, yeah, that... It's the ultimate positioning because the problem with the actual sports side of it, like UFC and boxing in general, right. is the simple fact that people want to prepare themselves properly for the fights that they take on. Yeah, and get that get the right amount of mm-hmm. training. Yeah, they got, yeah, you have to play the villain role. I mean, like mm-hmm. every great superhero has a great villain. Think about Batman and the Joker. He's essentially building up because you can't just be a villain with with no muscle or no threat behind you. Part of being a villain is being uh, wrong in all the, the wrong, like right ways. in the right ways, <laughs> but also having the, the muscle behind it. And that's essentially what Jake Paul's doing is like, he's, he's n- knocking people out in a violent fashion um, with mass, mass beef going on into the fight. Mm-hmm. And, you know, once you have like five, f- five to ten win- wins under your belt known as this villain, then you can sign this super fight with a fucking boxer like Floyd Mayweather and break the internet. You could literally make more, both of you collectively could make more money than you could have ever imagined. I think what's funny is, I think for his own reputation, Floyd Mayweather is the best and the safest fight for him. Let me explain. Yeah, okay. Let me hear that. Because if he was to challenge anybody that's actually in the sport, that's taking it to the... Floyd knows it's going to be a walk in the park. Right. 
Floyd knows it's going to be a walk in the park. With his defense. Yeah. yeah. He's not getting touched. I mean, with Paul, if he managed to win somehow, it's just a plus. It's just a. It's just the, the thing of the century. That in turn yeah. will break everything. Yeah. I, like we said, like, it'll yeah. shut down Vegas. Oh. Wall Street will crash. <laughs> yeah, everything. Dogecoin will go back up. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, no. Yes, yes. No, <laughs> Jake Paul becomes the CEO of Tesla in yeah, 24 like, hours. Like, yeah. dude. Tommy, Tommy said last episode, he goes, the Paul brothers will rule the world for 48 hours. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, that's facts, though. That's facts. You hear the game... Challenge them, yeah, yeah. The challenge two. Jake Paul. Oh no. The Staples Center. Okay, so here's the thing. Like right we've we've essentially seen this play out with someone like Nate Robinson. You know, we assumed that his street credibility and athleticism or body build would give him the advantage, and it did not. So, uh, unless the game can have compelling um, something that that shows that he's fundamentally sound. Yeah. Um, with technique, I, I just don't see why he would sign that fight. You know, like um, then then you just essentially piss off um, like a whole young generation. That could be that could be devastating for someone like the game. We could be the next uprising people because the game's from like us from our time back. When we yeah, were young. right, right. So that's good for us. Yeah, I want to be on yeah. top of the world. I fucking I feel like. I just don't care to like do everything that all these younger kids are doing. I don't yeah. fucking really it care. Takes about it. Of, it takes a lot of all that. It takes like a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't care about yeah. that shit, man. Tinder or I'm Twitter? Like, Twitter, Tinder, Instagram, YouTube. Yeah. I don't care so the biggest thing, like for me, is like, would I do I want to have fame and success on this plat on this podcast? Absolutely. Right. Mm-hmm. And essentially, because I want that, I'll do whatever it takes. Besides one thing, and that's dancing so like a dick. fucking idiot in front of a TikTok song. <laughs> I would never do that. No dresses. I, I watch even even dresses. when it's even when it's um like not like playful shit. I'm like, geez, like what the fuck are you doing? It's suspect to me. It's like it's just weird, you know. Yeah, like if you watch it. these dudes, um, these TikTok famous dudes, like doing like suspect dances, and I'm like, ah, I don't know, dog. Ugly. Seductive look on their face. They're like, called e boys. That's what they're like, they're uh, called. What the fuck is an e boy? It's that look. Um, pull just search e boy and see what pops up. Uh, it's it's a particular style and look with like younger kids now. I'd say from like probably like sixteen to twenty two. It's a particular look. You know the painted nails, the fucking crazy hair style maybe uh like they, the tommy zarlinga long they, earring they look like the chick from stranger things what do you have so it says it says the e-girls and e-boys something collectively known as e-kids are a youth subculture that emerged in the late 2010s and is almost exclusively seen on social media notably popularized by the video sharing app tiktok uh video e-girls and e-boys tend to be flirtatious and many times overly sexual Protruding tongues and expression known as a higo. <laughs> Imitating climaxing are common. So like uh, they're, they're doing that shit. They're the overly fuck? they're like overly exaggerated to the point where it's like like they do like weird things it's with cringy, like their like this. It's so fucking uh, weird. I don't know. Wait a second though. They might be on to something. I think they are because they're getting paid buku bucks. And I'm just saying, mind if I crash here, but <laughs> like <laughs> 
Chinese and Asian people like that type of stuff, though. Yeah, yeah, no, you're right, and I think that's a massive. It's market. like it's like it looks like anime. Look, yeah. Think about how many people that is. That's what I'm saying. I mean, they He's are. Now it's, dude, dude anime is the shit now. Shout out new Demon Slayer movie. Go check that out. I'm about to go check it out. I'm taking my little brother. Probably I might even go today. Fuck it. Oh shit. Um, they said Lil Peep is a huge influence on. You know who Lil Peep? Yeah. So assume that, but like minus probably the face tattoos ninety percent of the time. But like even those style of tattoos just on other places Man, like arms and legs it, like, and this shit. This was a look that was already going on back in the day. Back like when people were when, when rock and roll was a big thing. ACDC was a big thing. Kiss like that shit was already live. It just was. It had a different. Uh, level to it like it was just cocaine and devil music and rock and roll all fucking night and piss your parents off now it's considered influential that shit was influencing the wrong way back in the day but it's so like it, it is that way minus the like sex drug rock and roll it's more like just dancing on the internet it's but Lil Peep is probably the founder because think about this he's taken the rock or grunge or punk uh, style and and put it into the hip hop world, you know, like he's got this bar that goes stupid, and it's uh, he's talking about like cocaine all night long. When I die, bury me with all my ice on, and I'm like, damn, bro, like that is th- that is half rock star, half rap star, you know, like bury me with my ice on. Rock stars don't know what that means, but that whole cocaine all night long rappers are like. Bro, we don't do drugs. Like, nah, chill, bro. These guys do drugs. They do be doing drugs. They do be doing drugs. <laughs> hey, yeah, hardest bar. Uh, all, that whole bar right there. Yeah, yeah. Switchblades. Or Witchblades. Yeah, that's with him and Lil Tracy. He goes, stupid. Stupid. Uh, we'll, we'll play it. We'll play it because we're about to take a break. We're at 25 minutes, guys. We're going to get right back into it. We're back, guys. Oh, geez. I say literally don't slam anything on the table, and then I drop the vape on the table. Here we are. Sorry. Damn, Tommy. Back up, dude. <laughs> so, you yelling at me about it. As you guys can see, Tommy's wardrobe has changed slightly. Um, I busted out the Supreme Shower Cat to match Corey Logan's T-shirt, and Tommy is wearing it on his head, and he kind of looks like a sous chef now. So... We have that going on. If you guys are listening audio-wise, I would suggest transferring over to see exactly what he looks like right now. Making weird faces at the camera. <laughs> Here we go, guys. Um, all right, so right right while we were on a quick little break, we were handling a few things, but we were talking about uh, the topic of music, which I think every single person in this world has their own opinions, but some things stay true and... Some of those debates will always last the test of time. Now, I know from working with you and spending quite a bit of time with you, kind of where you stand on the Tupac, Biggie situation. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I am, I think, Team Biggie overall, but does not mean that I discredit in any way or uh, resent Tupac. You know, um, definitely have love for him, love for the way he was able to switch up his styles and what he was able to do for hip hop. Um, But going outside of that, you know, going on to the NWA, Snoop Dogg, uh, guys that are still to this day known as legends, Mm -hmm. you know, that is one thing where I think I, I sided with Biggie, but it was because all of my attention was on two people and that was Easy e and Snoop Dogg back in the day, you know, as a kid. Um, you know, where do you guys stand on 
on that topic. Uh, and, and NWA probably in particular, Ghetto Boys, but like who was your guys' favorite in those times? And Tommy doesn't know who Too Short is, by the way, yeah, but man, we're going to let this play. We're going to let reason, okay? My parents are deaf, so I didn't listen to music. I read closed <laughs> caption, okay, on the TV. That's what I fair did. Enough, fair enough. All right. That's fair. Jeez. Fair enough. That's fair. Okay. Too short, but you know NWA, right? You know, have yes. you seen? Okay, bad right. word with attitude. Yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> He's quoting a song at first. So no. where are you at on it, Mr. Logan? I mean, like excluding Biggie and Pac. I mean, I say like yeah. when it comes to Biggie and Pac, I feel like Biggie is probably like the most naturally gifted rapper I ever heard or possibly ever existed that the masses got to hear. Um, but I think. Pac was a overall just a better, more complete artist, but he had more time to develop. Even yeah. though he was cut short, big really ain't have all the time in the world to develop. But I mean, like, so I'm thinking that's like early '90s. You talking to maybe like late '90s? I say like definitely too short. You know what I'm saying? Too right. short to be right. in there. Wasn't nobody bigger than Snoop at the time. Like when you think about it, like Doggy Style. Everybody and their mom, their grandmother knew what was going on with Snoop. Every doggy, seriously, yeah, doggy in every was a household, party. no matter no matter where, if you lived in the United States, yeah. you knew who Snoop Dogg was. You knew one, two, three, into the yes. fall. like you knew yes. it when it was happening. Um, then, like, I was hip to a lot of down south stuff early, like UGK. Like I love Pimp C and Bun B. Yeah, Ghetto Boy, Scarface. He in my top five hands down all the time Just, no tears yeah in like, there so, in there like play Starface, that shit at my funeral like, bro definitely um rest in peace of dmx Shia, i remember yeah. i remember uh me and my cousin dean and my dude elijah we was all going to, i think bennett elementary's in youngstown and i remember that uh elijah used to bring the dmx cds all the time we listened to it on the little cd player with the annie skip we backed her off the DMX, but fuck, we sound old, dude. Listen, isn't that crazy how how much shit's changed? You know, yeah. like the fact that we're even sitting here recording and doing this shit uh, <laughs> was probably something we couldn't even imagine. It was something we couldn't imagine back then, you know. But yeah. the CD players, bro, no yeah. one even understands the the Walkman, the, the hustle of like. Even go back to this, you know, burnt discs of mm -hmm. a collection of songs like that used to be a sign of affection, whether it be a friendship or a relationship or a gift. Oh, yeah. I made one of those before. Yeah. Dude, yeah. it was like it was yeah. the thing to do uh -huh. because it, it like was like you could simply just burn a disc and, and hand it to a shorty like, hey, these songs, I fuck with them. I think you'll like them. Or, hey, <laughs> hey, I think these songs remind me of you. I want you to have this. Dude, that probably was melting hearts back in the day, oh, boy. Man. Nowadays, what you just make a playlist on Spotify and and no, text it to her like, "Hey, <laughs> run through this." Drop it. It's just not personal. Facts. It's I'll not personal, right? And you yeah. don't have the you don't have like the hustle of like like having to remember your CD. You know, like fuck, mm -hmm. I left it in the car. I can't now. I can't listen to it on this road trip, <laughs> dude. Certain shit, like it just it it's not a hassle, which is probably for the best for society but it's the little things like that that like we're quick to kind of forget about it built camaraderie i can remember yep i can remember going to uh california to visit my uncle out there in long beach and all of his nieces and nephews all of us went and it was two cds that we played the whole time yes two albums and one mix cd the two albums was get richard die trying hell yeah 
in the 50. Marshall Mathers LP. Damn, uh, yeah. two bangers. So what? This is early early two thousands. Yeah, yes, early two thousands. I remember. I remember. I remember that trip like yesterday, and is it might have been because of the CDs. Yeah, I think it so. Kept cohesiveness. It, it plays like a like a perfect part in in yeah. childhood, which that's one thing. So like like we were just talking to like J Cole just dropped his album, um, and we were sharing kind of our our thoughts and views on that. But like I don't think album releases are as big as what they used to be when you could go and you had to buy it in a store. You know, nowadays you can you can get early access or you can stream it you know immediately to the point where like it's kind of lost its touch it does not mean that the sales are down it's not the mm-hmm. only thing that's being talked about too like it's a huge mm-hmm. drop but there's yeah. so much out there it's easy to access i think it's the uh when you look at it from both sides so i think it's from an investment perspective because music you gotta keep producing more or less nowadays like especially right. when you first get on it's just you dropping you dropping you dropping you dropping when you were you were already before a rollout you anticipate and Snoop's new album to drop, Master P new album to drop. You know what I'm saying? Like, so you as a person are are invested, and the artist is actually more invested in the project because they know they got dates and deadlines to, to meet. Yeah, like, yeah. There's a standout line. Like, yeah, waiting. And that shit was fun, bro. Mm-hmm. You know, the last, the very last album, the very last album I bought in a CD version was in high school. And it was the, <clears throat> let me think here. This is like right before the iPhone 4 came out, which then everyone now had smartphones. Mm-hmm. So I still had a flip phone. I had iPhone 3. I had an iPod, but I bought the CD and it was the first Odd Future album that went stupid for its time. And mm-hmm. for, you know, you got to understand yeah. that me as a high schooler, that was the most popping shit at that time. That was the last CD I ever bought. That was an actual That's hard, a, real version. The last CD I ever bought was, I think it was, no, nah, it was Good Kid, Mad City. Okay. Yeah. No, so you know yeah. what? No, I'm lying. It was Damn. It was his last one. Okay, so Kendrick, Actually, though. yeah, I had got that one just because I ain't buy that first. I just wanted to hear it first. And once I listened to it, I, no, for real, though. Like, I mean, like, listen, <laughs> I was like, he deserved it. Like, it was one of those, like, he deserved yeah. it. So I went and grabbed it. My first so let me, hold on. Meatloaf. Wait, what? Was Meatloaf. Was the artist Meatloaf. <laughs> I don't know what that is. I, I know who Meatloaf like is. like white rock guy that yeah. has a really nice voice. And the only song I want to listen to is uh, Life is Like a Lemon. I Want My Money Back. I don't know why I don't know this. Well, here, tell me this then. What is the, what, Tommy, what was your first ever concert? Have you been to a concert before? Yeah, it was Khalifa and Snoop Dogg. Oh, well, that's a good fucking first concert. First one ever. What about you? My first concert? Was I, it wasn't, it concert? wasn't a rap concert. It was, uh, I want to say I went with my, my mom and my pops too. I think it was like an Earth, Wind, and Fire concert. Oh, that's kind of dope though. It's yeah, like a little world tour yeah, type like shit. Yeah, it was one of those. That's dope. Like, it was like a real show though. Like, and I was like, "Geez," I'm like, it's, "They kind of doing some stuff." I was young. That's okay. So my first concert, kind of sus. It was a Disney concert <laughs> that had the dudes who let the dogs the out. Baha, man. <laughs> yes, and it was like so lit because it was like Disney shit, mm-hmm. and like they had like 
one Disney character that was there on tour that came out on. I was like, yeah. <laughs> dude, I was so now jacked. Look at you, dude. Tattoos. Uh-huh. Uh, Disney would turn me away quick. <laughs> Boy, fuck that contract. Right, right. <laughs> Did not work at all. Shout out to Disney, though. I will be there soon, taking my daughter to Disney for the first time ever. I've never been there. Take me instead of your daughter. I can't do that, but we can definitely look into another trip to Disney. I would say the best the best theme park is Universal, but hold on. My my first concert that I went to with friends that was like I chose to go um, was a Rascal Flats concert. I don't fuck with Rascal Flats, but there was like I don't know twelve of us that went, and seventy percent were fine ass females. So I was like, yeah, I'm with yeah, it. That's always I'm going to Rascal Flats. If, if the if the, yeah. if the women there, I'm there. It don't even matter. So while I'm there. I see the most crazy shit ever because I have to remember it's still a concert. People are trying to let loose or party because they put in their money in their, mm-hmm. you know. Maybe so they can. right. So I'm wearing this Amherst soccer coach shirt because uh, I like coach my little brother's team. Well, this girl comes up to me, approaches me, who's like, mind you, I'm you know probably 15, 16. She approached, and I look, I always look grown. She approaches me and is like, "Hey, you're the coach at Amherst College." And I'm like, Amherst College? And she's like, in Massachusetts. So I'm like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so she's like, man, that's awesome. She's like, you want to dance? And I was like, sure. And then like she like started like grinding on me and shit. And I was like, I don't really know if this is how you dance at a Rascal Flatts concert. So I just like walked away and went back to my friends and was just like, yeah, that girl thinks I'm the coach of the Amherst College team. And, like, the girls all played soccer. And they're like, dude, you're a fucking asshole. Like, why would you tell her that? <laughs> well, the girls end up just standing by there, like, waiting for me to come back for, like, three songs in a row. And eventually I'm like, nah, I'm cool. But what really caught my eye is while I'm trying to avoid this girl, this old, mangled-looking white dude is just, like, stumbling through the crowd. And then just what I assume is puts uh liquid lsd into his eyes yeah and i was like what the fuck why are you getting tore like that <laughs> at a rascal flats concert Damn. blew me away i was just i was so baffled by that like that's the one thing i take more than the performance itself is why did that dude put liquid lsd into Where his eyeball Dude, he looked Still rough. He looked rough when I seen him, so he's probably not fucking with us anymore, you know. And if he is, rest in peace, my guy. He's still there. He, he only come he's up for concert. He's still at Blossom. He just as soon as the show starts, he just rips his hand through the dirt. Dude, it's fucking yeah. There's no fucking stage. Everything's probably gone. He's still there. Dude. He got a fire pit. He just lighted up. After that, I just realized, <laughs> yeah, you go ham at concerts. Like, concerts is where you go stupid at. So, you know, I went to a Flocka concert, met Flocka, yeah. partied with Flocka before at OU. Like, dude, all this crazy shit ended up happening. Um, so one time I'm in college, and this dude, uh, I can't remember who it was. It wasn't Rich. It was Rich the Kid, not Rich Homie Quan. Rich the Kid was like, I'm in Athens tonight. Who got Loud Pack? And my buddy, who doesn't go to Athens, but was my friend from high school, uh, tags me in it. And so he DMs me, like, hey, you got that pack? And I'm like, no. Like, (laughs) no, I don't. Uh, But I could probably find it. He's like, nah, it's all good, bro. He's like, I'll hit you up next time I'm in Georgia. And I'm like, Jesus, two times people have mistaken the identity of where I'm from. One with Amherst College. 
Now, they think I'm in Athens, Georgia. Bitch, I'm in Athens, Ohio. I'm in OU, dude. How did you fuck that up? But Wait, so he wasn't in? No, he was in Athens, Georgia. Oh. And it never even put it together. So <laughs> I just let it be. Shit never took off. Stupid. Yeah, Rich the Kid was surprisingly like really good at skateboarding. Weird fact. I wish he... I'd been a fan of him skateboarding. Yeah, yeah. No, he's like really, really good. Him and Famous Dex are like stupid good at skating. Well, he is in particular, but... Lil Wayne can skateboard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, kind of. <laughs> kind of. Lil Wayne can skate about as good as I can. Only when he wears the Supras. I <laughs> Jesus, yeah. Do you remember like... So like, there? that's one thing I think we should talk about is the transition of Lil Wayne and his fans... Um, because you had the Carters, and up until the Carter Three, Lil Wayne was like the greatest thing on earth. I actually, we Still is. we all had the option to write to someone, and literally the entire class decided to write to the president. I was the only person that decided to write my note to Lil Wayne. Why would you want to write to the president? Who fucking knows, dude? We were in like fourth grade. These kids thought they were going to change the world. Um, Bush. It was Bush. Yeah, it was Bush. Was in office. Um, so I write my letter to Lil Wayne, very detailed, how he's my hero. I drew a little picture of him for him, um, <laughs> all kinds of shit. <laughs> yeah, he's like, man, that shit don't look like me, man. He's trying to play me. It literally looked like a fungo pop. Like, <laughs> Imagine that as a drawing. It would have been dope, though. What if one day he come out and he got that picture as an album Oh, cover? that would be oh. sick, bro. I would actually be super with that. You know how much fan art people like that probably get? Yeah. Stupid amounts. I would love to be that famous where you got fans just sending you shit. I would want to be that. F- well, not necessarily that famous, but if I could be like a, like like a two chains mm-hmm. where yeah. you just like Do I get cool paid shit. to just show up here and eat weed infused mm-hmm. food with y'all mm-hmm. at a five star restaurant. And like, don't you would do wrong it. With okay. it. Like he does rap music. Now we know a lot of people. There are a lot of people out there that think rap is trash like you know you, you probably are a horrible person you're a thug you do drugs you would disrespect women it's stuff entertainment like that. no dude like these these are top end people wanting two chains that come to their show yes. come do stuff that they're doing so it's wild to think that like they think of him differently you know they don't think of him like how other people think uh, of him snoop got a cooking show with martha yeah. stewart no, well, facts but here's the that's thing America. um yeah. <laughs> i i you we have to understand though that that white America loves hip hop, mm-hmm. um, and, and it's and it's more so because I think that it's it's pop culture. You know, like that it is, is, it is that is what pays the way is his hip hop, and that and the fashion of hip hop uh, is probably the leading contributor. Like, look at what all of us are wearing. It's like hip hop influenced shit right now. I'm wearing a no jumper. You guys both have on Supreme. Mm-hmm. You know, Van Chicago. It's all that trendy shit. Um, so I get it, you know. Um, but I just, yeah, I, I don't know how you can go from, like, like thugged out rapper to being on a show with Martha Stewart. Yeah. That's insane you, to me. You, yeah, like, it's, it's like beautiful. Like, neighborhood crip. It's beautiful. Like, when it you is. think about it, it it's, like, it's like, dude, like, he literally could go anywhere and, and just be He's himself. good anywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, this is the one thing I'll say, because I think the Jake Paul Ben Askren fight, um, I bought it, which was a fucking mistake, um, was so trash. Like they had Oscar De La Hoya on there high as a fucking kite, probably did enough cane Coke. to sedate three mm-hmm. fucking racehorses. Um, literally everything was garbage other than the fact that when Snoop Dogg sat down at the table for the main event, everyone, all the commentators shut the fuck up. 
and talked on what he was talking about. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that is true power. Yeah. People respect you to the point where they will shut the fuck up with that clown shit and let you speak and then bounce off of you. Not only that, but people waste their time and day to watch voiceover videos of him uh, talking like he's an alligator. He does some weird safari show that he be. Oh my gosh! (laughs) I watched one. He was like, "Oh, the motherfucking bird about to get it." All right, guys. uh, We ended up like getting too hype, and it tripped out the mics, and shit got weird for a second. So we are back. Um, Let's get back on the topic of things. I was talking originally about Lil Wayne and his transition of not only music style but his fan base as well. So you know, Lil Wayne went from you know being wheezy. To kind of like being like a punk skater. He did that rock album. You know, like he changed up. And I watched his his fans kind of change up too. um, Which I still love Lil Wayne. But I'm not influenced by his swag, say. Um, I think old boy needs to do something with his fucking hair. Uh, His piercings are trash. And he doesn't look well, but that's probably <laughs> out of his control. He's got a crippling drug addiction. Um, the thing is, is that, he, you, and you guys all know someone like this, and it, maybe it was you at some point, where it's the camo shorts, the red truck fit shirt, and a uh, bandana that is, like, not supposed to be on the white person. Um you guys know what I'm talking about? I and they the still dress shirt. this way? I had the camo Oh, I did too. I did too. More on my Wiz Khalifa yes, shit. But um, it was like its own period of time. It was that like 20, you know, 2010 to 14, maybe 15 style that people are like still wearing today. You know, you could still wear camo shorts. But if you're wearing a truck shirt, a truck fit shirt today, you got to do something with the outfit, bro. You can't be wearing that. It's not valid. Am I wrong, or am I just being cruel to um, fashion? I'm just trying to imagine if I know somebody like that still. Dude, you're in Illyria, 100%. I know there's a dude wearing <laughs> truck fit right now. I my house in Illyria. Yeah. Is it like Black Forces? That's what she's saying? Yeah, oh my God. The stigma behind Black Forces. Let's talk about that. Tell me <laughs> tell me your stance on Black Air Forces. You got crusted <laughs> as kneecaps. To be honest with you, I don't even know where the Black Forces shit came from. Oh, you don't? Yeah. I don't. I just, one day, I just knew. <laughs> I just Can't trust the dude little, with Black yeah, Forces. My little brother... Said something about somebody that was I was willing. Somebody was walking up the street, and he was like, "That nigga got on black forces," <laughs> and it's just it was silly. And I was just thinking to myself, like for a second, like wait a second, I haven't worn black forces in a while. I haven't seen anybody wearing black forces. What's going on with black forces? Till you meet Jason Barnett, baby. <laughs> Love the black forces. Here's the story behind black forces. Big in Detroit and Chicago, black forces in in inner cities is. Uh, more of a jack boy thing so you're you you rob people in black forces you know obviously when you're wearing all black at night having a pair of black forces goes good with mm-hmm. it you know it's a durable shoe kick in a door with a pair of forces if you need to put on some tims fact but who wants to run in tims no one wants to run in tims unless you're in new york but even then you know yeah, so so Black Forces has a stigma of being associated with Jack Boys, people who be robbing you for your shit, robbing drug dealers, robbing jewelry stores, robbing shit. Um, but in some cities, like I've learned from uh, in a known associate who wears Black Forces, is it 
it's based on what drug you sell, which is fucking re- weird. Yeah, I remember. I remember. White that. forces, you sell the white shit. <laughs> Black forces, you sell the the darker brown shit, um, which is weird. But um, what if, dark and brown. What if you I, got, we're not gonna talk about what if that? You got color, color. We're focus. part of the dare program here. Yeah, dare program all day. Yeah, yeah. Say no to drugs. Hey, acid or LSD? What? I mean, acid or shrooms? Shrooms. Shrooms. Um, I've done both equally. Um, it's dude, it's fucking been. Uh, I don't even know. Probably close to like a decade since the last time I've done either. Um, I would say LSD. Um, here's something I've like kind of talked on, but I 100% went to a funeral on acid before. Yeah, I didn't mean to. It was, I took acid at 2 a.m. the night before, and... Still yeah, still going. Yeah, and looking at stained glass windows while on acid is hands down the most fucking wild thing you can ever experience, and most sinful thoughts. Like, you know you're fucked up, and you're at a funeral, and you shouldn't be fucked up. You know? It's like, this is just all wrong, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you guys don't even have anything to say. Wow. I'm just. I'm I mean, too, I'm the too soon guy. Like, I like. Dark oh, humor, oh, so. oh. I mean, hey, you could drop it. It's so fucked like, up. It is fucked this, up. Though. So, did you know that she was going to a funeral? I knew, but I didn't think it was going to be that. I didn't think it was going to last. You have to understand. If I haven't done acid in close to ten years, it's that would make me sixteen. The last time I did acid. Mm, yeah. So I was still a kid. I was still a dumbass. Yeah. Um. But I don't know. I do like shrooms. I feel like it's also a little bit more natural. You're more down to earth type Hell shit. No. Dude, Man, chill, bro. It's just my opinion. Jeez. No, <laughs> you act like I'm voting for the fucking president or something. You had, you've had a chill experience on shrooms? Yeah. Dude, I, ended, I ended up plenty in a of times. Fight. Maybe I just and a, what? A cockfight. Like chickens. Like, like roosters. You ended up watching it happen? Yeah. In real life or you were. In real life. Wow. Wow. It was very. It was very random. I have a tradition. Are those are those ruthless? Listen, I didn't. The dude. Listen. All I know is we saw this dude walking the dog. <laughs> the dog looked hungry. <laughs> my, I was with two of my buddies, and uh, his dude was like, oh, "I'm gonna grab some food." He's at his house, so he just bring like two pounds of like ground beef out and give it to the dog. Right. So he like, hey, he like, you know what? Y'all should just pull me back to the house. He said, I went and just walked straight in the yard, though, because the rooster, you know what I'm saying? Like, he going to come violent. up. And, you know, for whatever reason, we followed this guy. His name was Cartoon. Just imagine, like, a skinny Hispanic wow. character with tats all over his face and Cartoon. arms. And right. his name Cartoon. Yeah, like, so we walking. And it was funny, though, because wow. as soon as we start to approach the yard, you see this little, <laughs> little rooster run out, and that one is like, shit. yeah, like he really coming, like so. They get the rooster put up, whatever. And he was like, yeah, come now, come now. He was like, you could come back in a few. You know what I'm saying? Like oh, the fight God. will happen. They taking bets, and I'm like, what the fuck? Like, what's going on? So was it was out in uh, it was in it was on the east side in uh, in Cleveland, no, or no, Youngstown, no, no. Youngstown. Okay. okay, so I'm like, what's going on? So. They, you see this older dude walk down and he got this rooster in the cage. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I'm like, they got a little. It was like a little kiddie pool almost, and uh-huh. they had like a little wooden barrier around it. Like, and they said come back in like an hour, and we went back. Showtime, the main event. It 
it wasn't as, as it wasn't as cool as you thought it was actually kind of wild because they had like little things on the little talents and the one uh his what like his, an additional like an upgrade like, like they upgraded the yeah talents? like the shark like no like it's like little they had like little metal things on them yeah so they basically yeah, they, they upgraded, gave them weapons upgraded they gave them the weapons, weapons. <laughs> they upgraded the weapons yes. like, I would hate to be the person that had to put fucking that on on their talent that's probably incredibly hard I was just amazed on did they wear anything else like armor or anything like that no I know <laughs> it's no wearing armor, a full no. steel suit but that's what I want to know is it just like they just took care of the talons that was it like no capes or anything my dude was here like they brought it out in a robe they got the fucking like french horn playing as he comes out no, was, it was a lot of dudes down there though like really betting on it wow and then, yeah then we, I mean yeah that's why it's a thing it's just like dog fighting and shit it, his the dude cartoons rooster it's, that's correct right the rooster is the yeah that's the, a male oh yeah his rooster actually won it was fucked up though the girls dude happened. it is fucked up I mean that's mm-hmm. why like that's why like that shit's like illegal you know do you know what you can't be doing all that name was did he, did he he probably had a name like Achilles or something, you know? The fuck they gotta be name? warriors, bro. I don't know, it was a while ago. I remember going up. He <laughs> gave a guy named Cartoon dude, he, some shit like Earl. He, yeah. yeah. He gave my dude too many chickens. Y'all ever seen a mini chicken? Nah, is it like the like teacup Yorkie room? of chickens? Just, just imagine, a, uh, so you got like a teacup. Yeah. Uh, what's that thing called? Chihuahua? Yorkie? A teacup a Yorkie, yeah. Yeah, a Yorkie Chihuahua. It's a little chickens. So it just always looks like a baby then. Yeah, like it's Hart. little. Yeah, it's yeah. little. Damn, it's little. Little chicken. <laughs> you just refer to Kevin Hart as a teacup Yorkie. A teacup person. Wow. Is he that little? No, no. Look at see yeah, how see how big he is. Probably, but there's no way he's that small. I I'm offended. You better hope he doesn't see this. Yeah, he's gonna roast go the shit out of you, dude. So. <laughs> he will rip you. <laughs> that wouldn't be a bad look, though. It wouldn't be a bad look. No, no. Cause cause I don't think you, so. You could shoot back. Dude, you know how much fucking publicity that would bring? I'd be with it. if, Dude, if we got into a beef with he's someone like Kevin Hart. Too. Okay, is that he? is small. That is small as fuck. That far. is teacup, bro. Alright. 5-2, yeah. Hey, how often do you see Asian midgets? I don't, I don't think I've often. ever seen an Asian midget before. Search that. Google I've search. Seen, dude, Google's going to be like, what the fuck is I've this dude doing? I've seen Asians in my school, and then just Asian people down the street at China Walk. Other than that, I don't really like... CB, seeing Asians? No, I'm talking anywhere, you know? Like, you don't see them on TikTok. You don't see them on the internet. I've never seen an Asian midget. Oh, average Asian man, 5'4". Yeah, that's incredibly sad. Go to images. No, not Asian height. Asian midget, bro. <laughs> Jesus. But still, their height is taller <laughs> yeah, that than is, Kevin yeah. Wait, what do you want to do? Asian midget. Asian midget. <laughs> Jesus. Do they exist? They exist? Uh, we're about to see. Yeah, kind of. They don't really look like midgets, though. I don't know if I'm allowed to say midget. It, can you? People? I don't know. Who it, wanted to a dwarf, a little, little person. No, but no, a dwarf is a disease. Dwarf. A dwarf is a. Dwarf that's a disease. Dwarf, You're not allowed to say dwarf now. Oh, no, oh, you can say right it. There, bam. You found an Asian midget. Oh yeah. Like yeah. He looks Filipino. But that's more like a condition, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it is, I guess, Asian, but still. No. Yeah. I'm thinking like China. Um, all right, enough yeah, of that talk. Yeah, yeah, I'm not yeah, even going to talk about that because that no might worries. low key not be some shit I'm allowed to talk about. So who knows? Um, no offense. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> literally none. He was just short, simply short asking. Nah, I'm not even going to talk about it. Too I'm short. over it. I'm, just, I'm done. Too short. Too short is not he's a short like person. Six. Yeah, he's not really short. That's just his name. 
<laughs> Fuck. I can't believe you don't know two shorties. Yeah, that does blow me away. Shake that monkey? He don't, I've he, heard yeah. of it, yeah. I just don't know who the guy is. I just want to know uh, hi. I mean, probably is. Too short height in Spanish. I don't know why anyone would look that up, but. It's T T O O short. T O O. What? I put the number two. Yeah, I know. But I, I thought Google would would acknowledge it. They just did, didn't. Five seven. Yeah, he's not small. I mean, he's not big, but he's not small. That ain't five seven. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that is. Yeah, I don't know. I'm like that much shorter than me. I'm like like five seven five eight. Yeah, I don't know. So here's the thing, I, and this is what blows me away, is that fucking actors and shit are five, like Tom anywhere Cruise. from five, five Dude, to five, yes. yeah, like five, nine, which is insane, because that means if I was on a set, I would look fucking huge. He would definitely be the muscle in the Yeah, yeah that would movie. blow me away. He'd be a bodyguard. Yeah, like yeah, I I do. So, all right, hear hear me out on this, and I want the fans to tell me if this is something that they would enjoy. Um, I watched this video. This dude he hired fifty bodyguards and dressed flashy and walked around. What if we got some of our guys together? You know, like I pick two big boys that I know. You pick two big boys you know, and you do as well. And we go to like downtown Cleveland and walk around in like our best fit. And just see what happens. Like we we hire someone, not hire, but like have someone come with like a camera and video, like their paparazzi, and just see who starts coming up afterwards. Yeah. And if they ask like who you guys are, we could just fucking say whatever and make that in a video. That would be some funny shit. How many wrong uh, accusations of who you are? You think you're? Oh, dude. So with this video, he kept telling people that he was from two different things. He'd either say he was from the the new Spider Man movie, and they were like, oh yeah. Or he said he was from Shrek 3, which is fucking hilarious. Um, so, yeah, you know, <laughs> goofy shit like that. But we could do whatever we wanted with it. If that's something that yeah. you guys would be down with, because I know that we could easily get those dudes, dress them in black, and fucking walk around the city of Cleveland. We got to be. We gotta get those. We just we figure all that out. I, I think we. I would probably either promote, like, actually promote the podcast or. I would make up some outlandish shit. Oh, yeah, nah. I would tell people, like, I was Orlando Bloom. You should get, like, shirts that say, Mind If I Crash, and this is our third, and just have it on, like, all the way. Or we could make black Mind If I Crash security shirts and have every all the security Mm -hmm. guys wear them, and then we just come out in, like, some suit-type shit. That's way better. Dressed to the nines. That would be sick, bro. I would wear a fucking mean-ass bow tie, dude. Hey, maybe we maybe we do that. Look, we'll we'll brainstorm afterwards. Um, guys, we're at an hour right now. We're gonna wrap this shit up. Anyone have anything they want to talk about? Get high, baby. Yeah, every time, <laughs> every time. Um, all right, guys. Well, thank you guys for tuning in to this episode of Mind If I Crash. Now available Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and the newest to the available streaming is youtube so don't forget to like comment subscribe and share with your friends guys it helps a ton we appreciate you and we'll see you next week